You're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So now, here's the Aim to Win podcast. Today, I am excited to have Dr. Wendy O'Connor on the podcast. She's a very successful counselor, therapist, relationship coach, and cyber educator. She's an expert in the various aspects of relationships and group dynamics. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Wendy. Thank you so much for having me. So kind of want to get started by talking a little bit about what's going on with your practice. What's new and exciting in your world? Well, I'm very excited. I, I love what I do, but I'm always looking for next level goals and to challenge myself and also what people need. And so um, starting in January, I am beginning my new center. It's called the Traffic Light Center. And it is a coaching business, and it um, helps people to not just find any coach, because I think coaching, life coaching and relationship coaching is really in right now, and that's terrific. But I think people still feel like, ugh, they don't, they want to know someone who knows someone. They really want a personal referral. And so it's nice, because I have a whole bunch of incredible coaches that specialize in different things. Um, like relationships or career or recovery or crisis. And, um, and so I'm able to give them assessment and let them know kind of the plan um, and then introduce them to a wonderful match that will really help them get their goals met, short-term and long-term goals. And it's been working really nicely, uh, unofficially, but January it's going to um, be my new, my new baby that's developing. and I'm really excited about it. So a good start to 2020. So, oh, yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how that works. It's a, it's a really interesting concept. You're kind of the matchmaker for, for coaches and for uh, the clients. But how does that work with, uh, with therapy and with uh, the coaching? How does things come together? Well, um, I have a lot of colleagues or I'll network with people who say, you know, I'm, I, I'm at a standstill. I don't know what else I could do with this client or I, you know, I know um, I have therapists that I, or that I consult with and they, they say, I'm going to fire this person. They just, they're not moving the way, the direction that, you know, we want them to move. And I never understand that concept when therapists say, I'm going to fire my client. Cause you know, I always feel like you can get to the same goal many different ways. So I never give up on anyone. And but I will, you know, have somebody who says I have this problem. And, you know, not all the time it's therapy. I believe therapy is very helpful. Obviously, I'm a therapist, but I also am a life coach. Um, but I can't do both. It's very, it, either I'm your therapist or I'm your life coach, but I can't do both. But what I can do is direct you in a positive um, path to someone who can help you with your goals. And maybe that person doesn't want to talk about their childhood trauma, but they just have social anxiety. Well, they need to get out there and they need to work it through maybe in certain ways. So we'll have a life coach literally go and be by their side, walk them through whatever they feel um, and, and try to help them and encourage them and guide them. And maybe they'll try it two or three times and then the fourth time, the person will learn how to do that task 
you know, feeling really confident and strong. So there could be little tasks or could be big ones. It just depends what somebody's struggling with. And then other times my coaches will come back and say, you know, this is really a therapy thing for them. So we can refer them to a therapist or, you know, depends if they're working, you know, with me or other therapists. Um, and often, you know, if someone says, what do you suggest for this client? Again, sometimes it is therapy and sometimes it's just life coaching. But often what I found is it is the blend between therapy and life coaching. People really can attain their goals uh, definitely faster. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I kind of liken it to the world of training and education where you have certain things that happen in you know, a laboratory environment or a classroom environment or sort of this ivory tower or safe space. And then you have, you know, on the other end, the application of it. And then so, you know, therapists in and of itself, you know, is very much that safe space, that, that laboratory. But then you hand it over to life coaches and, you know, that kind of gets them into the application, which is uh, really cool. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing it for, for about, about three years now. Talk a little about um, how's your experience been? How's it worked? How do you see it uh, developing? Oh, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. And I, and I'm so excited because I've, I've had the idea for at least 10 years and you know, there is a difference between inspiration and like passively holding on to it or actively moving forward with it and really, really acting on it. And it's exciting because it took me a while. And finally, I just, you know, at some point you got to jump. If you want to grow, it's okay that it be uncomfortable or scary, or I'm not quite sure how things are going to look. But, you know, I just found myself repeating myself in therapy. And then also, some of the life coaches would join us in therapy and it was just amazing what they were getting done outside of this, this, the safe place, this room. But I also, the coaches really created a very strong safe place outside as well. I'm an attachment therapist. So really it's all about the relationship. So you can have the best life coach, but if you don't have a, a relationship with that coach, if you don't feel safe and comfortable, um, then it's going to be hard to get things done. And, um, and it's just really terrific. So um, I have had uh, several crisis cases, victims of crime cases, and <clears throat> they were very post-traumatic stress. They were very traumatized and overwhelmed. And these were people who could not get outside the house. They were just having flashbacks. They were crying all the time. They were scared that the um, you know, the crime that they had gone through is going to emerge again in some way. They just were not feeling safe in life at all. Barely they could even come to my office. So we did the therapy part um, and, and you know, got a lot of good support and we would do some trauma work. But then, I mean, it was just so obvious they needed a life coach to, to help them and to heal so um, one of my life coaches helped with getting a therapy, uh, actually two, um, a, a emotional support dog puppy. And that was really great. Another coach did volunteering um, pretty close to kind of the idea of where the crime was in order for the person to be able to walk down the street or walk at a corner that looked a little bit like the area that the crime happened. Um, I have another life coach <clears throat> while I was doing the therapy part, that life coach 
took her client to Krav Maga and had self-defense courses. And they literally managed to reenact the whole crime to the point where the client felt so empowered and he was not scared anymore. In fact, he felt like he could defend himself with, with any, any problem at all. Um, and it, it really helped him to heal in, in so many ways. So, I mean, you can get as creative as you want with life coaching. That's the incredible thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very similar in a business coaching world. You know, you have that, that safe space and then you take it out into the, the field, but it doesn't work the same way, right? It's um, all these different factors come in. They struggle with certain issues. And you're right. It's, it's that creativity that comes in on a coaching side. How do you reach this particular individual? And it's just fascinating how different everybody is. Have, have yeah, you ever, yeah. Have you ever had an instance, though, where it's been really difficult to overcome those barriers and where you've had to really get creative or outside the box or your, your coaches have? Uh, yes, yes. I have had coaches that I have referred to that <clears throat> had a good reputation, but I did not know them personally or their work personally. But I felt like, you know what, let me, let me take a chance because this person seems like it would be a good match. and. Um, I actually had this coach, I think I referred a couple people, um, and it was a disaster every time. Every time it was just not what I envisioned. It didn't work the way that I had hoped. And um, we were able to do a corrective emotional experience, the therapy part, which is uh, that they were able to get another life coach and try another perspective. And those people flourished. They just, they learned patience. They learned tolerance. They learned what they didn't want in a coach. Um, but they also learned to give, you know, another person a try. So it, so it, it's, it takes a while to get creative. And you, you really have to know your person. And you have to be respectful of the boundaries. But you also have to think outside the box. And so... You have to get people who are willing to do kind of, you know, different things. It's, uh, it's about growing, you know. And like I said, again, it's all about the relationship. If you don't have the relationship, you're not going to get anything really done, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that really is it. And that's, that's a big part of coaching is establishing that relationship, that rapport with the client. And, and I'm sure on a therapy end as well. Uh, how does that work? Do you have the relationship with your clients prior to the coach being introduced or? Um, well, I can't have what's called a dual relationship. So, uh, so as a therapist, um, but if, so again, I do either therapy or life coaching, but people find me um, on the web uh, through my website. They're, Definitely going to be finding me now through the trafficlightcenter.com. I'm so excited that this is happening very soon. And um, word of mouth. And I do a lot of networking. I also go to a lot of schools. I'm a, a big advocate for, you know, helping, uh, you know, uh, crisis intervention, recovery, LGBTQ, um, so I work in a lot of different areas and my goal is that everybody be in the green, you know, green light going and flowing and happy. Um, 
So yeah, so if if uh, if they come to me, and I really think it's more a coaching issue, then you know it might not be my coaches. It might be you know that they might want their own coaches. I have people who you know it seems like everybody is a life coach now, and sometimes people get scared about that. Like oh my gosh, you know isn't that isn't that just too much? And why are people just you know, just making money or doing, you know, just, just hanging it out. You know, it has to be honest and it has to be authentic. And I'm a big believer. If you do what you love, the money will come. I just think you need to do it in a professional ethical way. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I've, I've always said that, you know, if you follow your passion and you do it ethically, you know, everything's going to follow. Uh, so you do a lot of work sort of one-on-one, but do you do any group work, group therapy, group coaching, or how does that dynamic work? I do, I have, um, so I, I teach a uh, divorce workshop once a month, and I also have a divorce empowerment women's group every week, and that's amazing because these are women who have had, they're in different stages of divorce, or they're even contemplating it, or they're on their second divorce. And, um, you know, I say it's a divorce empowerment group because there's the war stories, which is the first part of, you know, what, what the story is. But then part two is the empowerment. Like, what's our next goals? What are we doing? How are we going to get up and, and move forward? So it's a tricky thing because everybody's at different stages. The nice thing about my group is that I do the therapy part, and then I have an incredible co-facilitator, um, Megan, and she is a life coach, and she does the coaching aspect. So they really get a flavor of the blend, which is a little bit of therapy and a little bit of life coaching. And the group is very intimate, and it's connecting, and it's powerful and empowering, and um, and they develop a support system that is very exclusive and confidential, and it's very powerful. So, yes, I and and I've been I've been asked by many men, are you going to do a, a men's support group? And uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it. I only have so much time. <laughs> That's true. That's the uh, sort of the uh, the entrepreneur's um, dilemma, right? What do you say yes to? What do you say no to? Yep a lot of the real power out of that group is the group itself, the, the relationships that are formed there, that, that safe setting and, you know, the confidentiality, but also just relationships coming out of that group and, and going forward. Do you find that's, that's the case? Yes. I have ran groups for many years and every group is different and it's, it's some, some people do take it to the next step and want to do, you know, have some relationships outside the group. Um, Back in the day when we were trained as therapists, you know, you keep it all in the room and keep it, you know, quiet and confidential. And, um, but I think adding the, the, the coaching dynamic to it, the coach is able to really take it to another level. So these women uh, go out to dinner and these women text each other, empowering messages throughout the week, uh, share books. They, they go to seminars and conferences and um, you know, they, they, it depends what the topic is that we're working on. And sometimes they'll, um, 
go to each other's homes and they will help uh, move out a woman who is leaving her home uh, that she's only known for 20 years and moving into a new home. So it's, it's, it's really empowering them, which was my goal, to go to the next level. Um, a lot of my women are dating but they don't like their profiles or they're not getting results. So that's where my life coach comes in. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's again, the, the therapy and the life coaching is just such a beautiful blend of attacking everything so that people can move forward. Cause I'm, I'm not the kind of therapist I don't want. It's silly, but I don't want people in therapy for 20 years with me. I want them to get their goals reached and and move on and enjoy life and when they need to they can come back as needed but you know I'm always here but but I want them to enjoy life yeah you know it's um because it's a passion and not a profit center right oh yeah yeah it's it's um it's interesting just the corollary you know there's a real trend in the in the business world right now of the mastermind group where groups of uh, of small business owners will get together and I've participated in and led a lot of those kind of groups and you know, there really is something different about the dynamic when there's a coach involved. And uh, when you have, you know, trained people that sort of guide the process, create the process so you don't, you know, so you actually are productive. So I think it's, uh, it's really cool that uh, you've taken that into the, it's probably worked the other way, but, you know, the divorce area and the business area sort of come together there. Yes, yes. And I, and, and that could also be, powerful or it could backfire uh it's it's a a tricky thing you know when you um had a somebody who worked in the corporate world and they had a a, i guess a, a coach come in for just a day and just have everybody share their grief you know their their grievances and say you know all the negative things and that was it and then i don't know who dropped the ball but then part two was you got to come back and rework the system and, and do the healing part. Uh, so then you just have a whole bunch of angry employees that now you just opened up a whole bunch of Pandora's box and it was just so messy and it wasn't my, you know, it wasn't my uh, situation to get involved with, but I, you know, I had to do some damage control with my client because they just felt so that we just felt so unethical, you know, to, it, just, it was bad management and everything and it's just you know when you're going to do something you got to follow through it's kind of interesting because that's actually the biggest objection to these kind of things is having the people giving them the voice to voice their grievances and for for an organization to actually just leave it at that is kind of a really an interesting approach i i, I don't even know what the intention was um in in doing that except it just sounds like it stirred the pot more and right it, there's nothing empowering it didn't seem like you know um yeah but who knows there could be a you know back backstory to all of that it's just we only hear one thing when we're in therapy right we just hear one part of it that's right in general yeah the um so we talked about uh, there's only so much time to do in a day so how do you prioritize yourself going forward you have a lot of different things going on well, number one is self-care. Uh, if you are a professional and you're working hard and you have seen that, you know, I, I grew up seeing a father who, although he's a workaholic, in a good way, he does what he loves. And um, he takes, he role modeled, my parents did, you know, really taking good care of yourself. So you have to have a happy and solid home life. 
And so I'm grateful. And, you know, you've got to create that too. If I don't want to exercise, I still got to try to exercise. If, you know, I don't want to eat as healthy as I want, I'm going to try anyway to intentionally, you know, um, take care of myself. Just the basic needs, eating, sleeping, um, you know, and, and connecting and, and having love and joy. I have a beautiful puppy. So I have a little puppy that joins me every day at my office, which is nice. That's kind of fun. Um, and then the priority, the priority, well, my baby has really been my private practice for so long. Um, and with that, I get really creative because I came from a showbiz family. So uh, it's kind of natural for me. So I do a lot of social media. I have a podcast. I'm going to have another podcast. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, just, you know, fun social media stuff. I, I, you know, do wonderful interviews like this. Um, I'm a media consultant. So often the news will ask me for things or, um, you know, little interviews. I just meet, make it stay creative and fun. If it's not fun, then for me, I'm going to not want to do it. So I make sure that I integrate a lot of fun into my week and, uh, and always keep looking for the next goals. And so although I have my wonderful private practice that's been going for a very long time, um, I'm really excited to add, you know, some more energy into now the traffic light center and really help people not only attain their goals, but these coaches, some of these are second and third careers that they're on. So they have these gifts that they've never tapped into that they really are ready to give. Plus, financially we're putting people to work so it's kind of a win-win for everybody yeah i think it's a great way to look at it <clears throat> you know if it's not fun if it's not a win-win why do it so right great and this was fun um we're, we're out of time today but uh, i really appreciate you coming on and uh and sharing this there's a lot of real good powerful lessons in there for our listeners so thank you very much oh thank you so much for having me <laughs>